you damn right. Hope everybody's having a good Wednesday. The Wednesday before Thanksgiving, our last show of the week. Shout out to the bosses for letting us have Thanksgiving and Friday off. We tried to get today. Didn't work. Close. <laughs> Close. We asked, though. We did ask the question. Remember, good lesson in life. All they can say is no. All they can say is no. If I could go back in time and ask out all those girls that I should have asked out while telling myself, all she can say is no. Who cares? She says no, walk away. She says no, move on. Young ladies, young gentlemen out there, take a chance. All they can say is no. Right, Zay? Yeah, and don't grope them like the offensive line coach for the Arizona Cardinals, you pervert. Correct. Don't do that. I don't give a damn if they look like Sofia Vergara. Don't. Do not grope those women. I don't care if there is a language barrier. That's a damn shame. Can't even believe it's a real thing. We may have to start with that one today. I'm Chad Hastings. That other voice you hear, of course, is Isaiah Collier. Happy Thanksgiving, Zay. What's up? Happy Thanksgiving, Chad. You know it's a good sign when moms calls you to give you all the details about when you should be over on Thursday. And she says your older sister, who can throw down in the kitchen, yes, is spending the night tonight (laughs) because it's that serious. Oh, my God. And it's going to get real tomorrow at the call your household. So I'm too excited. Okay. So, well, then we got to know, is there a particular dish that your sister is is a genius at? And that's what you want. Uh, She's amazing at cobbler. Okay. Amazing. Whether it's peach, blackberry, cherry. My pops doesn't like cherries, so we don't have that as much. But I, I do. She could throw down on the cherry but, cobbler. But your does dad everything. does like cobbler. Yeah. Just not cherry Yeah, cobbler. so we're probably going to have an OG peach cobbler. You got the bluebell vanilla with that. Maybe some creamy creations, 19, whatever the vanilla they have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On, on point. So she's good at that. And okay. Yeah, she, 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 she yeah. can do a little bit of everything. She's also really good at my big mama's chocolate cake. With like chocolate frosting, yellow cake. Oh, chocolate frosting, yellow cake. Yellow cake. Now has Big Mama passed, or is yes. Big Mama still with it? Yes, okay, God bless her soul. So this is an R.I.P. cake. Yeah, and absolutely. She, and she can make it to where all of you think of Big Mama. Yeah, okay, it's close. That's... It's way closer than my comparison to Tyrese Hunter. Let's just say that with T.J. Ford. <laughs> you don't have to be drunk. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to be drunk. <laughs> okay. Way closer. Way closer. To that. So, yeah. yeah, that's a tough one. In fact, there's there's stuff in my family that my mom and aunt will admit that my grandmother has now who has also now passed. Uh, rest in peace to her. They can't get. They can't do it. Yeah. They say, well, we're trying to to match her recipe. We can't do it. We use the recipe. Something she was that's, putting in there. She wasn't telling us that love. Yeah. Right. It's that grandma love. That's it. The grandma love. You can't recreate it. Sometimes. Uh, let us know if you got some particular foods that you're looking forward to this Thanksgiving. We'll make ourselves hungry, and y'all make yourselves hungry today as well. Also, is there anybody out there who's having a turkey bowl game with the family where I could come play all time quarterback? Ooh. I'm not doing any running. Don't let's not get a twist. If I throw a okay. pick, don't expect me to run after the quarterback Baker Mayfield style. You're just gonna freeze. Is, yeah, yeah, <laughs> we're freeze. I got, I got to reserve the arm. So, I, but I would love to come somewhere and throw some passes for someone. That is an interesting request. I've never heard anybody throw out a an all time quarterback for hire <laughs> on a turkey bowl. I think people in the Bowie community specifically should be interested in this because they could get a Bowie legend to come over 
and slang it around a little bit and help their team out. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm, I might be a little bit like Quincy Carter 06, but that's okay. That's okay. Is it? That's a lot. Hey, hey. Still professional quarterback. Still was a was professional. He out, was he out the leaves in the league still? Mm, 06? I'd have to double check. They might have been still paying Quincy in 06. I don't know. I do not know. But at one time, he was a professional quarterback. Yeah, at one time he was. Oh, so. they, paid him, they paid him real money. There's no doubt. Hey, that's better than Uncle Rico over here that's trying to sling that thing at 76 years old. I'm better than him. So, yeah, yeah. Just, just give me the call. Somebody make... All right, somebody else backs text line. Hit us up if you're having the turkey bowl. I'll definitely come out there. Steal some, you know, sweet potato pie on my way out, and we'll have a good time. There you go. All right, so if your turkey bowls are going on, the food's going on, we hope you are having a great Thanksgiving week. We're going to get into the new CFP. We'll get into some Texas football, Cowboys football. Before, I tell you what, we'll say we'll say it before we do the specs thing, because we don't want to make them a part of this, we will give you the update that Zay referenced. I hadn't heard this story. The Cardinals offensive line coach, and running game coordinator Sean Kugler has been fired after he allegedly groped a woman in Mexico over the weekend. Oh, good grief. This happened Sunday night. They sent him home on a flight, Zay, Monday morning, and he is the second Cardinals assistant coach to be accused of assaulting a woman this year. The other was in May in Indianapolis. I, hadn't even, I don't even remember that story. Yeah, there's no distractions going on in the desert or anything. I mean, wow. I don't know if they're just playing up to the hard knocks thing or trying to make it, you know, a better show, but this ain't a good look. This I'll, is horrible. Say, did the did the hard knocks camera and, and Liev Schreiber follow them into I, that bar? Hopefully yo, not. I, I hope not, but hey, we know people in Cancun, Mexico City, they could be some nice places if you got some paper. And that tequila, it hits different. Over there, and I think the old line coach, yeah, Sean Kugler, he tried to get away with something that he shouldn't have been doing, and just focus on the game, man. It's a business trip. It's a business trip, and yeah, this week uh, Hard Knocks is going to be very interesting. Man, uh, yeah, now I want to watch even more yeah. of the way the season finishes out. But boy, that team is a mess right now. So that story's out there for the Arizona Cardinals as they get ready for their next game. What's Arizona got this week? Arizona's hosting the Chargers. They're four and seven. Chargers are five and five. One of the three o'clock kicks this Sunday. But we got a lot of football to get to before that. Let's get you the spec set piece, and we'll tell you what happened last night with the committee. The Specs Set Piece is brought to you by Specs Wine, Spirits, and Finer Foods. The biggest saves of the match start at Specs, official partner of Austin FC. Specs, the fun starts here. All right, uh, Zay, I hope I am wrong about the way I'm thinking about the college football playoff and the committee, but all I see is brands and big names surrounding TCU. That is all I see. I see TC, and they're not discussing it on ESPN. Last night they had the discussion of, well, if TCU lost a game and still won the Big 12, could they be in? That's a dumb question. Yeah, no chance. They would have lost to Iowa State. There's no way. But I'm not talking about that one. They're not discussing what if they win out. They'll have beaten Iowa State and K-State, if everything holds, or maybe Texas, but it would be a four-loss Texas team that they would beat. They're going to beat one of those two if they win out in that Big 12 title game. So last night, they go Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan ahead of them. And then at five, they put LSU up there. Get that bogus, man. Even though they just played UAB, 
They said, well, their two most impressive wins are more impressive to us than the USC wins. So they slotted USC at six and LSU's at five, both lurking. So you're telling me, everybody listening right now is telling me that you know for sure that if TCU wins out, they're in automatically. Are you sure? What if LSU wins out and they become the first two-loss team in? Okay, they're in. And then Georgia would get in too, right? Because if they yeah. beat Georgia and they don't destroy them, Georgia's in. The winner of Ohio State-Michigan's in. Let's just assume the loser's out. Y'all are telling me that for sure, if USC beats Notre Dame, who's now ranked and pretty good, beats Notre Dame and then wins the Pac-12 title game, you know who they might play in the Pac-12 title game, right, Zay? Oregon? The Oregon Ducks. Correct. If they win the Civil War, they're in. They would have beaten Notre Dame and Oregon. You're telling me that that one lost team with Caleb Williams and Lincoln Riley and all that, all that star power, all that brand name, you're saying they'd leave them out and put TCU and Sonny Dykes in. Are you sure? Yeah, TCU can lose. Because I'm not sure. I'm telling, I'm saying that even if they're undefeated. I know it sounds stupid as I'm saying it. I think they might put them in even if TCU cleans it out. Um, yeah, yeah, maybe, and that would be so disrespectful. I, I wouldn't agree with that at all. I wouldn't either. I, I, I think if TCU wins out with how tough the Big 12's been. We've seen it ourselves. We've been covering all these Big 12 teams that have been playing in Texas. Big 12's been a slobber knocker, and they've been able to get it done week after week. At whether it's that game-winning field goal this past week, coming back all those games, not scoring in the 40s against the University of Texas and still finding a way to win that one. They've won every way possible. And then having to beat another solid team twice in the Big 12 championship. Great point. That should get them in. now. Yeah, no one else necessarily has to do that. No, yeah. that's tough. That's right. tough. Now, the LSU thing... That's a head scratcher because the they got blown out by TC, uh, by Tennessee and Tennessee just got blown out by South Carolina. It's like what are we doing? Isn't it weird how that makes the Tennessee thing not matter anymore? It mattered when Tennessee had one loss, but now that South Carolina kicked them around a the field, now it's like, oh yeah, Tennessee's out of the discussion. Yeah, done. So now we just focus on LSU beating Bama and beating Ole Miss. But like, well, wait a minute, you saw it, I saw it. Tennessee went to Death Valley. And dragged them around their own By field. Thirty ball, like a like they were seeding to plant grass. Yeah, it yeah. was. Cr- they whipped them forty to thirteen. Was that what it was? Yeah, and then took some gumbo on the way out. Yeah, but now it doesn't matter. Don't matter. Now that doesn't matter. I yeah. I, I watch all these things. I'm trying to figure out how they think. And Zay last night they could have sent me a message. Had they really respected the strength of schedule and strength of record for TCU, they keep talking about it. Their strength of schedule is this much better than Ohio State. Then rank them above them. This, their strength of schedule is this much better than Michigan. Then rank them above them. Their strength of schedule is better than Georgia. Then give them some respect. But they never do. Two blue blood. They never do. Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, LSU, and USC. And oh, by the way, the other ingredient in there, as I mentioned, is Notre Dame. Notre Dame gets to decide a few things here at the end of the year. And if they and if they pull off the the you know the victory over USC, yeah, it's going to clear some things out. No, clear the Pac-12 out fast if that happens. But if USC beats them, they get credit. You know who else get? Uh, and then go. Let's go the other way. If they do beat USC, do you know who else gets credit for Notre Dame? Ohio State does, right? Because that's who they play. If Ohio State loses, they still might have a chance to sneak back in if Notre Dame 
wins and looks strong. I hope the Ohio State, they've they've been a little shaky at times this season. They didn't blow out Maryland the way they should. And if they lose to Michigan, a team that struggled with the fight in the line last week, and somehow get in, this thing is so bogus they need to extend it to eight because I, I just can't stand the politics that go around it if that were to happen. Now, USC, I, I think they got absolutely screwed last night. They should be sitting at the five spot. They lost to Utah, their only loss of the season at Utah, which – the committee has them at 14, so clearly they think highly of Utah with three losses already. Mm-hmm. There's about five teams in the Pac-12, which I don't think we talk about the Pac-12 enough, which we shouldn't. I mean, you know, we're in this part of the area. But in a way, I don't think they get their respect. They got about five teams in the top 25. Oregon State, they're there. U- uh, UCLA, USC, Utah, Oregon, all five of those teams are in the top 25 uh-huh. uh, for the committee. So Oregon State's ranked in their 21. State, yeah, Civil War is going to be crazy this weekend. I, didn't realize, I did not realize Oregon State was 8-3. Isn't three. that nuts? 8-3 and three until just now. Beavers. If you'd asked me what's their record, I would have said like five and something. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know they won eight games. But they're ranked now, yeah. yeah. The, the Civil War is now a ranked matchup. So the winner of the Pac-12, especially if it's USC and the loser of that Big Ten game that we got in Columbus this weekend, I think that team should be out. Clearly there's more with championship week coming up next week, but I think that team should be out. And Southern Cal, if TCU were to keep winning, they should slide up there. And at the end of the day, we should have Georgia, Ohio State, or Michigan, depending on the winner, TCU, and Southern Cal there. Yeah, and that would be – yeah, that that – Right now, feels like it would make sense, but again, if LSU goes through and wins, then there's there's going to be arguments there. We should. They, they have to be Georgia. If they beat Georgia, it's going to get real it's, spicy. Yeah, it's going to get weird, and we all understand. Don't you just hate it when the pageant gets in the way of the football? I do too. One of these days, we're going to get an expanded enough of an expanded playoff where we can stop talking about this crap. Because the best way to pay tribute to these conferences, Zay, is to get this. This is a stupid thing I'm about to say. Let the team that wins them maybe go play for a championship. Isn't that a goofy idea? <laughs> Isn't that silly? All the stuff Zay just said about Oregon and Washington and Utah. Wouldn't it be wacky if two of the best teams in that conference got to play in a championship game and then that winner actually got to be a part of a playoff? Wouldn't that be wild? Yeah, we're headed right, there. I forgot about Washington. They're 9-2. and two. Right. We're, There's six Pac-12 teams. Washington can still get in the championship game. If Oregon State beats Oregon, Oregon lost to Washington. So if Washington wins the Apple Cup, they win the tiebreaker, they're going to go play USC. Apple Cubs, Washington State? Correct. And that's in it's at Washington State. I'm not sure if Washington State's going to do anything to them. I think they are particularly bad this year. Um, I don't think that record is very good. I think they're more of a 4-5 win team, if that, right now. I'd be really shocked if they've won eight games. I don't think they've won eight. I don't think that's true. Uh, so, last night, uh, I'm, just st- I'm still seeing everything circling around TCU. Somebody says, I don't think my Buckeyes can afford to lose without some help elsewhere. Too shaky in the last month. I'm glad you said it. it. Yeah, I'm glad you said it that way, Jeff, as a fan. Why is it that when Michigan and Ohio State win close games, they're hardened and they're battle tested? But when TCU does it, they're sloppy and they're not good enough. Why is that? It's like just the respect for the Big Ten. It's always been that tough physical conference with the classic teams in the Midwest area, so they get a lot of media coverage and whatnot, and 
people just don't have any respect for a team that used to be in the Mountain West. Well, did you see the final of the Georgia-Kentucky game? 16-6. to Georgia's been shaky this year. They've had moments where they weren't blowing people's doors off. Nobody's right. talking about it, though. Yeah. And TCU gets a different la- it's a different layer of, of, of respect or whatever. One thing I did agree with last night, I'm glad that the head of the committee ripped on USC's defense a little bit. Right. I was glad to see right. that. Because if you watched USC-UCLA, you just kept thinking, oh my God, it's a, an arena league game. They were scoring on each other so quickly. It wasn't just the numbers. It was the fact that DTR, if he doesn't throw those a couple of those picks, I think UCLA probably beats them But they because they were scoring so fast. And that would be my concern as a USC fan going into this game, Zay. Notre Dame took advantage of big moments against Clemson and ended up blowing them out. And USC-Notre Dame is a game where we're going to pick it coming up here in our Supreme Picks. I'm not sure. Yeah. I'm not sure on that it's one. It's so hard to read that Notre Dame-Clemson game because that was right after they had a bye in between, but that was right after the Syracuse game where uh, 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 Dabo pulled um, K, or pulled DJ and put in Kate Klubnick. Right. So I don't know if that kind of messed up the roster chemistry or whatever they had going on to the next week, DJU. Who knows if he could have trusted, you know, oh, am I going to get pulled after this bad game? How much is he watching his back or looking over his shoulder going into South Bend? And they did get blown out, and Kay Clubman got put in for one possession. I think yeah. he threw a INT. So that that is a tough game to judge. But, yeah, the Marcus Freeman squad, they're, they're handling their business as of late, and that could be a very scary game for USC. But even though their defense is bad, if you're going to have six Pac-12 teams in the top 25, then you the winner of that conference should get should some love. Should get some love. Yeah, I agree. I agree. By the way, 15 is where Notre Dame sits going into this. They are an 8-3 and three team. They're up three slots to number 15 in the new CFP. So that matchup with USC and Notre Dame becomes a top 15 matchup. K-State is at 12. Uh, Texas is back in at 20. Three. So if I'm a TCU fan, I'm rooting for K-State and Texas to win this week. That means I'll play Kansas State, but at least I play the best team possible, ratings-wise, ranking-wise, because Texas is not going to jump all the way up past 12. That, right. will, that wouldn't happen. But I would still want Texas to beat Baylor because I've beaten Texas. Right? I want the other two teams in the Big 12 that are in the rankings, I want to have beaten them. I've beaten them each once, and now if I'm TCU, I hope I'm going to beat K-State again. And then you'll look at the committee like, really? What are you going to do now? If we're if if you hold it out and you're undefeated, you beat. And by the way, they need to beat Iowa State by something. They don't need to beat them by a field goal. They need to put a little bit of a show on in Fort Worth this week. I'm sorry, Sonny. I hate to tell you that way, but you do. Somebody's got to put numbers up in that game, or you're going to get lost in what happens this weekend. That's just my opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I could see that. Here's what I could see. I could see them. Depending on what happens this weekend, I can see them getting kicked back to like five next week. Damn. Just because the committee can do that. They'll do it. They will do it. <laughs> Who's LSU got this weekend? Are you saying that because it's because you're joking? No. They're at AM. <laughs> <laughs> so that doesn't help them, clearly. No, it doesn't. That doesn't help them at all. It don't matter how much they win by. Yeah, great point. If you keep 
if you're going to respect them at all for beating UAB, which they didn't, they're just respecting their wins, they do need to beat A&M by a little bit. They don't need to make that close. If, if, that's, if that turns into some ugly close football game, it's bad for LSU. Put on a little bit of a show in College Station, get that done, and then you got to go beat Georgia, and then you're going to make the committee, you're going to for, really force their hand for yeah. the first time because they've never let a two-loss team in. Yeah, the Big Ten's just so weak this year. I would lose so much respect, which I don't have much for them already, the committee, but I would lose even more respect for them if they didn't throw Ohio State, Michigan, loser of that game out. Yeah, you want them out. That's just that's, that Penn State ain't-ish. Whoever's on the other side, Wisconsin, Minnesota, all them schools, they ain't ish either. Yeah. So, and you can't, to me, you can't have a team that loses. You can't put them in and make your big argument. Oh my God, they beat this Notre Dame team. This Notre Dame team is good, and at times they're really good. That's not a great team, though. No, and we, you got to be realistic of when you play them. Also, I hope the, does the committee take that into account. Like, beginning of the season versus end of the season? I think they do. Because right now what they would tell me is that Ohio State has a win over the number 15 team today. Yeah. I don't think they consider Notre Dame the, a number 5 team right now. Okay. I think I think they're realistic about that part. Okay. Because I like – I mean, I agree with you. I think you should get credit for – if you beat a ranked team and they fall all the way out, I'll give you the credit for you had a ranked win, but we do have to look at where they ended up. Like the a and is a great example. A&M was up at, what, six earlier in the season? But if LSU beats A&M this weekend, nobody's going to look at them and go, my God, they beat A&M. Yeah, because a big reason – Because we know where A&M is right now. For sure, and a big reason why – People are wondering, man, how the hell is Texas still ranked? Because the committee thinks the talent is a lot better there, and they missed their starting quarterback for three games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. That's part of the, the the factor, and also, you know, the way they beat Kansas, that the whipping they put on yeah. Kansas, and the fact that they do still they are in play for their conference championship game. I think that might matter to them as well. Oh. And, and a couple of those losses. I mean, well, excuse me, one specific loss. The two losses you have to the number. Four and number seven teams are by a hair. Yeah, very close. You you battled both those teams in your house, and we could argue you should have won one of them, and you could have won the other. Uh, and so annoying. You did lose both, but you, you fought like hell in both. Yeah, that's what's annoying, being a Texas fan. You were right there. Could have been undefeated at this point. Just a couple of lapses. But... On another bright note, Chad, yes. that Texas fans could have going for them for this weekend, Lance Leipold signed a new extended contract to stay at Kansas. Oh, no distractions! No distractions! Hey, no distractions! Go. Coach, you're here for the long haul. We are hype. You're one of us, clearly. Good for him. Yeah, absolutely. Good for him. And he also said on Monday during his presser, or maybe not Monday, but... Monday practice during his last presser was one of the best they've had all season long. Ooh, okay. All right. Yeah, Longhorn fans are, are definitely Jayhawk fans this week. We'll continue to talk about that game. Up next, let's make some picks. The Supreme Picks. Zay and I were all right last week. Three and two. The rest of the horn really helped us out. They all went four and one. So we're going to try to get back on the winning track. We are still in the overall lead in terms of individual teams, but the horn team is like back in third place. we got to make up some ground. So the, the Supreme Picks are coming up. We've got the crab bag coming up at 1245 with the Scottish guy. 
by talking a little Texas and Baylor. At 1 o'clock, it's Justin Wells of Inside Texas and On3.com. His prediction for that game, plus he is a Cowboys fan. Does he think both teams get wins, uh, big win number eight, during this Thanksgiving week? We will find out. Stay with us. Hope you're having a good Wednesday. Give us those Thanksgiving foods you're looking forward to and anything else you want on the Specs text line, 337-3776. This is The Horn. Starting on a mellow front here on a Wednesday. Definitely not threatening anybody. Hmm. I have no idea. It's nope. Paul Davis. Who? Paul Davis. Paul Davis. Now, how do you end up on Paul Davis? I don't know, but it's a cool night. Give me, there's no story like you were 12 years old and you know your mom played you some Paul Davis. That's, no. no, nothing like that. No, absolutely not. What's the song it's called? A smooth song though. It is smooth. Cool night. Cool night. Okay, we're gonna have a couple of those coming up. Cool nights and wet nights and rain and stuff. Uh, Paul Davis gets us started today. As long as we are there, I do have the weather pulled up. I think I got the right day this time, Longhorn fans. Friday morning, going to bring that rain gear. 6 a.m. hour, 66% chance of rain, 77% chance of rain at 7 o'clock when we're getting Bevo Boulevard started, 67%, 70%, 73% in that 10 o'clock hour. That's how far I can see right now. So in the hour leading up to the game, you're talking about a 73% chance of rain. Bring your rain gear, and uh, we will try to get it started on gate two, or at Gate 2 there at Bevo Boulevard. If you don't see the guys at Gate 2, we may need to move them just inside at gate four. So just walk down a couple uh, and uh, see if they'll uh, see if they'll let you in. I think you may actually need a pass or wait till tickets and all that stuff. But we got to keep the guys dry and the equipment dry and all that good stuff. So Aaron, Rod, and Harge may be starting inside DKR, just slightly inside there by I the by the elevators. I feel them. Yeah, I've done a pregame show or two inside, inside that building when the, <laughs> when the weather allows. Shout out to the good folks at UT for helping uh, for, with that and shout out to our great crew who's going to get it set up on Friday morning 7 a.m. and uh, they will open Bevo Boulevard at 8 from what I understand. So bring the rain gear, have a good time. Uh, you know, go puddle hopping before Texas and Baylor. I kind of like that weather for Texas, Zay, because maybe it will force the Sark play calling towards the conservative side, towards the bludgeoning running game because I think that's what they're going to need. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Utilize Bijan Robinson because this might be it for you. I mean, you don't win this game. I think this is the last game you'll see Bijan Robinson play because that means you don't have any Big 12 chances of making the uh, championship game in Arlington. So, yeah, let's get everything out of them if we can. If they're trying to stack the box, you stack it with them and try to jam it down their throat because this has to be a depleted Baylor team. I mean, yes, Texas is a rival and whatnot, but for them, I'll continue to say that, but this game that they just played against TCU, they had them, and that's a rival for them. 
When they when yep. everybody leaves and it goes is. to the SEC, Oklahoma and Texas, all they're really going to have is Texas Tech and Baylor. I mean, uh, and uh, TCU. Yeah. So that that one really hurting for a short short week to come around and try to bounce back in a game like this where Texas they're feeling the momentum from that Kansas game. I, I'm liking Texas. You asked me yesterday who uh, I like in this game. Yeah, I'm liking Texas. Are you? I'm liking the okay. Horns. Isaiah's leaning towards the Longhorns. Uh, by the way, I'd forgotten this one. Do you know what they call the Baylor TCU rivalry? No. They call it the revivalry. Oh, wow. Come on. Oh, yeah. No? Uh, Two religious schools getting together? The revivalry? That's good. I mean, okay, that's that's cool. You I can't guess. call it the Holy War because Utah and BYU have that. Right. Right. You couldn't call it like the Texas Holy War or something like that. Plus, nowadays, they don't like you calling things Holy Wars. Yeah. They're trying to even get Utah and BYU to stop, so I'm one of the only ones that's still saying Holy War, but I love that name so much. But revivalry, that's not bad. That's not no. bad. No? Uh, but you're right. Yeah, that had to take something out of them. We'll see if Baylor has uh, got something. You know, got something left. We've been saying that about TCU recently. Let's uh, let's see it with Baylor. One number that jumped out to me looking at stats for Texas: one twelve in time of possession. They're right around twenty eight minutes. If they can do that, I think they can win the game. Just don't let Baylor do what they did to TCU. Don't let it get to 35, 36, 37. Don't let it get into that area because that means Bijan's not on the field. As much that means yeah. Bijan's not controlling it. They need to control that. Here's another one for you, Zay Baylor. Third down percentage defense, one twenty one in the country. They give up forty five percent on third down. That's a massive thing to watch in this game. Can Bijan and Texas? Can Quinn and Texas? Sark and Texas? Just move the sticks. Don't worry about scoring right away. Move the sticks and keep the ball away from them. That could be huge in this game. Yeah, both teams should have the same game plan. I, yeah. I say should because we don't know with Steve Sarkeesian. It should be giving Bijan Robinson Rojo, which who knows how healthy he'll be with him getting injured in Lawrence. But now Keelan Robinson, we saw Jonathan Brooks. He seems like he's finally getting uh, used to the game speed of the college game. So mm, both teams should yeah. Both teams should have the same formula to winning, and that's running the football. So whoever does that better, I think Texas defense is better set on stopping Baylor's run offense than vice versa. So I, that's a big reason why I like the Horns. Both defenses and defensive coordinators are going to want the quarterbacks to showcase their stuff and make them beat you. And Blake Shapin, with his 14 touchdowns, nine interceptions, I like my chances with how this secondary's been playing these last few yep. weeks. John Day Barron, he's been playing well. Anthony Cook with one arm, he's given everything he's got. Hopefully Deshaun Jameson can come back. I, don't, I didn't see him much in the Lawrence game. I, I, I don't know, maybe that was just me, but... I think you're right. Yeah, I don't I, I didn't see him that much. Hopefully he's good to go, and yeah, this could be a game where you're putting all the pressure on Kansas State because they saw you win on Friday, and they know they're going to have a rival game. It's a rival game, Kansas-Kansas State. No doubt. And yeah. Jalen Daniels, hopefully he's another week healthier, or Lance Leipold realized maybe this is a game Jason Bean could get in there, and yeah, putting all the pressure on Kansas State to get the dub and maybe give the Horns a chance to go to Arlington. All right, let's set you up for tonight. Uh, after Ball Don't Lie, it is Longhorn Weekly with Sark, so you get a special edition to that on a Wednesday night. Then a special Soccer Matters, because we're right in the middle of the World Cup. Glenn and the crew with 
Soccer Matters at 8, reviewing the day at the World Cup uh, and what's been going on. Remember, USA-England is Friday at 1. That's on Big Fox. Uh, Longhorn Blitz podcast to 9 o'clock tonight with Jeff and Rod and Matt breaking down Texas football. And then at 10 o'clock tonight, it is Sports Guys Talking Wrestling, Stu and Justin, the AEW recap, and a WWE Survivor Series preview coming up tonight. So keep it right here on the horn. All right, let's make these supreme picks. Thanks to John McClellan and Supreme Lending. Not for leading everybody. I think they're still in the lead. Not, not thanks for that. But thanks for helping us with this uh, contest, the Pick'em. Uh, we're raising money for good causes. Chris Waters Realty, they're making a pretty good move too. Uh, but overall, Zay and I are the best individual team. Congratulations on still being there. This was there. our worst week. Worst week, but we, we still lost to everybody, but we still had a winning record, so I'll take it. We still kept the title. We were still three and two. Yeah, thanks to the rest of the Horn crew for going four and one each because uh, they did help, but we're still third place as a team. We got to get going. So, Zay, we're getting to these massive, massive games. Let's start with the big, with the, the big game, the game. Stanford and Cal is one of them, and Michigan, Ohio State is the other. I can never remember. One of them's called the big game. The other's called the game. Anyway, Michigan and Ohio State in Columbus. I'm leaning Buckeyes in this one. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, the Blake Corum running back for Michigan, him getting hurt last Saturday against Illinois, that's very concerning because if he's not token that rock, then I think that that sets them back. And, you know, Ohio State, they're not the best defense in the Big Ten, but if Michigan's limited, then hardball, they're limited as a whole. I I like Ohio State, too, and I don't think Michigan's defense has faced the offense like Ohio State. Mara Harrison Jr. might be the best wide receiver in the nation. Give me the Buckeyes. Yeah, and they're favored by like seven and a half, eight. I think they might even cover that, too. I think Ohio State may beat them by a couple touchdowns or more. Uh, All right, Notre Dame at USC. Man, do I hope the Trojans win this game. I always root for them in this rival game. I do not like Notre Dame in this game, but I might actually be leaning towards them as far as a pick. Do you think they can pull this upset, or do you like USC? Oh, man. Marcus Freeman has them playing, and they had some big wins over North Carolina State and Clemson as of late. Both teams have been averaging 40 points in the last five games. We just talked about earlier, especially with that UCLA game, USC's defense, they give up a lot of points. And if Notre Dame can run the football, then they got a chance. Right now it's minus five and a half Uh going USC's way. I think USC, Lincoln Riley, I think they understand the opportunity that they're in sitting at the five or sitting at the six position. Yep. I, they should be at the five, <laughs> uh-huh. but sitting at the six position, they can't afford any lapses. Southern Cal, I like them. You like USC. All yeah. right, we'll end up with the USC pick there. Ohio State, USC. How about Oklahoma at Tech? I'm not sure why we're picking this game, but <laughs> apparently we're picking this game. Oklahoma at Texas Tech. <laughs> Man, I guess I could. Oh, this is a weird game, huh? I heard Jeff Howe pick it earlier for Tech because they're it's in Lubbock. I get that logic, but like team wise, if it was a neutral situation, I would think Oklahoma. You have a thought on this game? Think about all the quarterbacks that McGuire's ran through this year. He had that Mohan kid, the freshman. We saw uh, uh, what's his name? Chuck. Chuck. Well, we didn't see Chuck. We saw Davis. He's oh, and Davis was against yeah, Texas. Davis was against but Texas. Yeah. Now they got Shuck in there. And, I mean, I, I don't know. With Tyrese uh, 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 Wilson, their big-time edge rusher, him declaring for the bowl game, that doesn't help them at all. I mean, yeah, he's declaring for the draft. He's Effective not, immediately, uh, right? Immediately. Like, yeah. He ain't playing this game, which is cold-blooded. That, I, that is tough. That's, <laughs> come on. I get the bowl game regular season. 
at home, like that's that's cold blooded. So I don't like that at all. Oklahoma, they look pretty good with Dylan Gabriel and Eric Gray in the Bedlam game. Give me the Sooners. Yeah, I think so, too. All right, we'll go Oklahoma on the road there. All right, two pro games. We'll save the Cowboys for last. How about Cincinnati at Tennessee? Jamar Chase should be back. That's what I heard. Okay. Jamar Chase should be back, so we know what him and Joe Burrow could definitely do. The Titans have won seven of the last eight, and the game that they lost was to the Kansas City Chiefs with their backup uh, quarterback, Malik Willis. Ryan Tannehill, they're definitely going to want to avenge the playoff game from last year where the Bengals knocked them out and Tannehill had three picks. This is going to be a hell of a game. I I like the Bengals, but I don't feel good about it. Okay. I could could go either way here, but if you made me pick it, I would take Tennessee. All right, let's go Tennessee. You sure? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, that's a that's a coin flip. Yeah, I I just I got a feeling that it feels like it could be like a Derrick Henry. You're in Nashville kind of game. I don't know. If, I, I'm kind of leaning Titans there. Okay, Cowboys Giants. Do you have the faith in the Cowboys? They're favored by nine and a half, which I think is insane. I think I'd take. I'd bet Giants plus nine and a half. I think that's a close ball game. What do you think? Because yeah, that much for a division matchup is odd. But if you look at the Giants. They got about three receivers out, like ACL, MCL. So Daniel Jones, you know, he's limited on his options. Okay. And we know they're one-dimensional. You know, all you got to do is stop Saquon Barkley. Clearly that's easier said than done. With the way the Cowboys looked last week, will they play that good? Probably not. But I think they also understand what's at stake and, you know, with how good the 49ers are now with the Eagles kind of going back a little bit. They have to win this game to get the Giants out of any type of tiebreaker situation mm-hmm. with them. All the injuries to New York. Uh, I Low-key, I would take the Cowboys on the you, nine and a half. You take them to cover. Oh, okay, I would take them to cover. All yeah. right, so we'll yeah. pick we'll pick the Cowboys. We'll go Cowboys and Titans at home in the NFL. We'll go OU, USC, and Ohio State. Thanks to John McClellan, Supreme Lending, and the Chris Waters Realty team. Also, thanks to Angie on our staff and Scotty over there at Coke FM who do all the counting up of the votes and uh, and picks every week. Uh, we probably should mention them more than we do. They make sure that thing is running smoothly. So shout out to them. We hope everybody has a great Thanksgiving, and we'll get more Supreme picks to you next week. Up. Next, it's the crap bag, little Scottish guy, before Texas takes on Baylor. Then we'll talk to Justin Wells of Inside Texas and get his pick on that game, the Cowboys game, and maybe maybe talk a little bit of recruiting because there's some big recruiting going on at all times, it feels like, around Texas. We'll get a little bit of that in as well. Basketball variety this time. It's the Horn. Oh, wow. Well chosen. Listen to the way this one starts. Come on! Look, if you want to tell me some newer Aerosmith makes you mad, that's up to you. But come on. Come on. This? This? This is some deep, dark... We are into Coke 
heroin and everything Aerosmith. Dude, Steven's doing all the drugs right at this point. Come on now. <laughs> all the drugs. Woo. With a face in a beer. Oh, man. Uh, last child, right? Last yeah. child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Off of, God, last child is like first or second record, I think. That's a great song. Great song. Oh, man, when they used to do this one live and Steven get to the end. What Get the punk in the street. So good. So good. Aeros- Aerosmith and Paul Davis got us started. So what's the deal with new Aerosmith, old Aerosmith? See, look, I was with Aerosmith a long way. I was with them all the way up through. Some some of the older fans, they didn't like, you know, Love It in Elevator Days and Ragdoll and some of that. I was with them all the way through that time. I was with them all the way through. I love Aerosmith. They're okay. like, I'm, I'm Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Probably my favorite American band of all time, rock band, but Aerosmith is right there. It's like one and one A for me. It's a great show. I saw him just a couple years ago. Steven is still a monster frontman. I love Steven Tyler live. Love Aerosmith live. I'd see him. I'd see him if they brought him out in wheelchairs, man. They're still awesome to me. Okay, that's good because I thought you were gonna say, yeah, people kind of divided off when they started messing with Run DMC, and I'm like, oh, that's racist. No, 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 no. I and that's one of the things that. Hopefully, what happened there was a lot of people discovered it, but that helped Aerosmith rediscover themselves. They had broken up in the early... Drugs ripped them apart, and they broke up, had gotten back together, and that's one of the things that really helped to fire it back up for Aerosmith and show them to the MTV crowd. My age my age of, of kid, probably... I mean, Aerosmith should have kind of been fading out in our minds, but when that song came out, and how cool it sounded and how fresh it sounded, it gave them a little, like, pat, you know, paddles to the chest a little bit, and it sparked their career back up, and then I was with them the rest, just, you know, the rest of the run. Incredible. I didn't know that. Yeah, man. That's a big song, too. That's such an important yeah. song. God, that was great. Uh, and, oh, by the way, who's responsible for that song in a massive way? Rick like Rubin. Rubin. Rick Rubin, everybody. Yeah. The, maybe the biggest, craziest, coolest visionary we've ever had in music. What a weird dude sitting around. You know what you guys need. Aerosmith. It was actually them too. It was Jam Master J and uh, and DMC. I think were the two guys that they used to mess around with it. And they're like, oh yeah, no, it's a cool little. They'd mess around with the. And then Rick Rubin was able to get like, oh no, hang on. I think I might have Steven Tyler's number. Would y'all want? And then it just all <laughs> boom came together. Uh, it's good stuff. Aerosmith and Paul Davis getting us started. We got Justin Wells coming up at one. Uh, let's get into the crap bag here. We'll get you a little Scottish guy and one more thing. Here we go. Chad's crap bag. Crap bag. If you need an easy way to remember it, just think of a bag of crap. Brought to you by AV Consultations, 255-8678, or go to avconsultations.com. All right, here we go. A little Scottish guy for you before Texas plays Baylor. Here we go. When you wish upon a star, makes no difference who you are. Anything your heart desires will come to you. Well, Longhorn fans, there's good news and bad news. Good news, you beat Kansas within an inch of oblivion, and Bijan looked like Emmett, Walter, and Ricky had a baby. The bad news is that you now need those same lifeless, pathetic, poor-tackling Jayhawks to stand up, tackle Deuce Vaughn, and beat K-State for you, so you can get some revenge on TCU. 
It's kind of like counting on the seven-year-old to make Thanksgiving dinner. Sure, skittle casserole might taste strangely good, but it probably won't be considered a success. So rock chalk whatever the hell it takes, Leipold. We need you. All right, on to Baylor and the real problem this week. Can Sark plus PK plus a dash of Gary equal a sum greater than Dave Aranda? You know, Dave Aranda. The answer to the question, what would Lex Luthor have been like if he had had a more loving, constructive childhood? But the horns must overcome. After all, Baylor is on the revenge list from last year. This one will make five of the six in a row. Gundy, we'll get back to you next season. And speaking of five, hey Bijan, thanks for everything, lad. How about one more time with a team on your back? UT-62, Teddy Bears 3. This is S-G-H-E-L-P. All right, there you go. Scottish guy for you, hornfm.com. If you go to the show page, I think it got loaded properly today. Cross your fingers. Um, but I think it is there. On the Bijan thing, Zay, I have one question. It's kind of an OCD crap bag kind of question. I'm all for guys, if they are juniors and they're leaving – going through the senior day stuff, I just need them to declare that. Is that a little too OCD? I don't want it to be, I think I might go. I need it to be, you're gone. And then we'll, and then I'll let your parents show up. Then we'll give you a picture. Then we'll frame a jersey. But I don't want it to be, well, maybe. So we all kind of know. No, if, I was a, if, if I'm running the show down at DKR, I would need Bijan to tell me that. And then that way we can say it to the crowd. Hey, by the way, y'all, Bijan's not coming back for a senior year. He's going through the stuff. Give him his love. Is yeah. that? I mean, I, I, that, I, that's just me. For juniors, I think it's a, spe- it's a special enough thing we need to have you say that you're done. I think you have to be a senior for sure. Like, okay. I don't think you even have, if you even have the opportunity to come back, you don't get a senior day, even if you're okay. going to declare for the draft. Hey, I'd be up for that, too, because I agree. It's a special, special thing. So you're saying. Yeah, you should be honored for being here for four years. So mom and dad don't get to show up if you're a junior. No, let them, they can show up, but sit in the stands. They don't need to get all the flowers and right. all that pageantry okay. stuff. But yeah, and all, we also found out that Tyrese um, Wilson, edge rusher for Texas Tech, broke his foot. So another reason oh, why he's not playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. I'm glad you mentioned that. I did not see that part yes, of it. Yeah, I saw the headline that he was leaving. So, yes, we will not. Uh, no need to disparage him for that. That obviously makes sense. We've seen that plenty of times, whether it's a you know bowl prep or it's late in the season. You get an injury like that and shut it down. That yeah. dude is so good. Yeah. Shout out to Britt Venable saying he frowns upon the guys not playing in the bowl game and leaving early, even though he left Clemson in the dust and didn't coach their bowl game mm, going to Oklahoma. Yeah. Classy move, Brent. Classy move. <laughs> You'd think a guy that talks as much as Venables would keep up with all the words, but sometimes it's hard. Yeah. That's like asking, it's like asking Jimbo Fisher to remember every <laughs> sentence he's ever said. <laughs> coach, remember what you said? No, I don't. I, I talk too fast. Sorry. Yeah. I just say a lot of stuff and I talk too fast. Yeah. <laughs> or Jerry. Hey, Jerry, remember what you said at that press conference the other day? No. I don't. <laughs> I talk a lot. Way too much. All right, there you go. Crap bag every day about 12 
45. Up next, Justin Wells inside Texas on 3.com. Is he picking the Longhorns to beat Baylor? Is he picking the Cowboys to beat the Giants? And good weekend. There have been good weekends recruiting-wise for Texas recently. Apparently there's now good momentum building on the basketball side. We'll see if Justin's got any thoughts on that as well. Stay with us. This is The Horn.